everybody. Today I want to talk about big prayers, little faith. Big prayers, little faith. In the Word of God it says that Jesus told his disciples that if you have faith to say the size of a mustard seed, you shall move mountains. We know that mountains are pretty big. And I'm, re- I'm reminded of, you know, when I first came to the Lord and I was in my room saying these big prayers, you know. Uh, I-, I come from a really, really powerful church and a powerful under powerful leadership, uh, shout out to Bishop Jerome Stokes and my CRO family. And I just remember, you know, when you're a son, you want to be like dad. You want to you wanna imitate what he's doing. And, you know, being under great leadership, under a spiritual father like Bishop Jerome Stokes, I, I would hear him say these big prayers. And a lot of times with these big prayers come big tests. Me being new in the faith, renewed in the faith, and being serious about Christ at uh, the tender age of 16 and a half, 17 years old, I did not know what I was asking for. I did not know what was attached to it. So I, I, I feel as though a lot of times we ask God for these big things, but we don't ask God or prepare for the test that's ahead of the things that we ask. So we say so, something like, Lord, just for an example, make me a millionaire, not knowing that we're going to go through so many tests for him to answer that prayer. We, you know, we don't serve a microwave God. We put, it, put a prayer in a microwave and ding, that's it. No, he said, if you have faith, the size must see you shall move mountains. So what he'll do is he'll allow you to go through uh, cycles where you learn these lessons about how to manage your finances, right? But along the along the way, you can look and see your growth and your potential. Don't get discouraged. If you're asking God for big, big things, could it be that it's stretching your faith? Just because these tests have come, that doesn't mean he's not going to do it. Keep the faith. Believe in what he said and wait for an answer. I remember when, uh, you know, one of my mentors, I remember saying, I want to, I want to, I want an anointing like Benny Hinn. I want to pray like Bishop, and I want to preach like Bishop Noel Jones, and everything like that. But I did not realize. He said, you know, my mentor said, "Do you know what you're asking for?" He was basically saying, "Do you really know what you're asking for? You don't. You, you don't know what that uh, that man had to go through. The, the pastors had to go through to get that anointing." He said, "Pray for your own anointing." You know. You know, I, I, I got kind of <laughs> intrigued and interested in the big words that I remember Bishop Noel Jones said this big old word, and I said, I don't want to say big words like that. I think he said something like, like micro-mechanized the church. Or, I don't know what he said back then. I'm being, you know, a little funny with it, but, you know, uh, forgive me, Bishop Noel, if you're listening to this, but he was saying these big words, and I wanted to say them. And, you know, I had to learn that God looks at the intent of the heart and the sincerity of the prayer more than the words that you say. It's okay to be professional in prayer, but the anointing is more important than the accuracy of trying to pronounce what you're saying. So when you go to God, go to him with an open heart. And don't think it's strange when you're faced with diverse temptations of all kinds, because that's a part of the test. That's a part of the training. And that's a part of what God wants to do in your life. 
as he answers your prayer. He said in John fourteen fourteen, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. God bless. Speak to you, sir. Rejoice in what he's about to do. God bless you.